Hello and welcome to The Daily Batuta. My name is Errol Parker. Joining me today is Effie Bateman. And today's read is a long one because it's one of Clancy's articles. And he likes to go way longer than he should. Nevertheless, this article has the headline, Why should the Indigenous get special treatment? Asks baby boomer who went to university for free and lives off the sweat and tears of 20 underpaid and overworked millennial rental tenants that pay off his negatively geared property portfolio that was accrued after a lifetime of being gifted public money through a comically unfair franking credit system that had absolutely fucked our economy even before the entire nation was ordered to stay at home for three years to protect his precious lungs. Quite the headline, Effie. Yes, as the Indigenous Voice referendum campaign heats up, it has come as a bit of a surprise to no one that some of the loudest opponents of constitutionally recognising the existence and self-determination of Indigenous people are the same cohort of grey-haired voters that have had the easiest lives out of every other generation of Australians. The same demographic that have valiantly campaigned for our natural environment being destroyed by the accelerated burning of fossil fuels due to their dislike of the scary and disruptive thing known as renewable energy, and has been directly catered to by both major political classes and the Australian media for the best part of the century. This particular generation, also known as the baby boomers, have been heavily criticised over the last 30 years for their inability to look past their own retirement, which many of them believe should have been the day they turned 55 until they turned 55 and realised golf wasn't actually that fun. Despite their sense of entitlement, many refuse to leave their high-powered positions in the corporate sector and free up the crowded housing market by selling their unnecessarily large five-bedroom homes and fucking off to the coast or country like the generation before them did. Instead, they are staying put in the city, crowding our healthcare systems and pricing young families out of the housing market that they have actively manipulated to pay unsustainable dividends while trapping the younger generations into a life eternally renting from them. One of these proud opponents of the Indigenous voice is vocal Batuta-based baby boomer Graham Fox, 67 years old, who is starting to get excited by all of the racist vitriol on social media and in the Murdoch newspapers that remind him that it is indeed a world that is tailored to benefit him and only him. Oh, why should the Indigenous get special treatment? Asks Graham, whose university fees were paid for by Prime Minister Gough Whitlam, a man he cheered out of office before successive Liberal governments squirrelled millions of public dollars into his pockets through franking credits and negative gearing tax perks that have foolproofed his decadent property portfolio. According to Graham, and the town halls full of people that look exactly like him, that have rallied to prevent any form of positive change in the lives of our most disadvantaged First Nations communities who were still classified as flora and fauna when he was getting his driver's licence for free with a lap around the block with a local copper, the Indigenous voice is unfair. I never got special treatment, says a man who sat at home and watched the entire world stop working and socialising for three fucking years to protect him from a virus that he was the first to get immunised against. Anyway, that's what's making news for today. See you later. Have a lovely day.